In a, in a, in a 20, fetish, 20 fetish size type way. <laughs> a tale as old as time. Are we ready to do this thing? We got stuff to do. Yep, and one of them's this. Let's do it. And one of them is what we do right now. I'm in the mood to be slow and careful. My body's ready for a mountain climb. All of a sudden it will all become lovely. The flower that opens in the morning light. I want to preface this all by saying that if you notice a different energy about me today, a more relaxed, a more quiet, a more calm mat, it's not that anything is wrong, as Noah's been asking me all morning. It's that I'm sorry saving, for trying to be a good friend. <laughs> I'm saving every lick of energy I have over the next seventy-two <laughs> hours to be able to run a half marathon. You're um, so not carb, kind of like a version of carbo loading in terms of carbo storing. <laughs> yes, it's carbo, I'm energy, carbo. I'm energy deloading, <laughs> <laughs> and and by doing that, I'm energy loading. Point being, this may be a cool, calm, and collected episode, and we'll see how long I can stick to that. But in terms of things that do give reason to get excited and to get loud and get stuttery. Dude, you're doing like zen poses. <laughs> I have two hands. Are you going to start floating class. in this episode? I'm just energy deloading, baby. That's all I'm doing. But in terms of reasons to get excited and to stutter again and do all those things, we are on the heels of our first cool ship brew of the season. Last night we touched on it before. We did a we did a cool ship room wake up. But last night it was the first turbid mash, the first spontaneous brew. How are you feeling going into the season? I'm tired. <laughs> so I'm feeling. No, uh, great man. Awesome temperature, which like we've said before is our main. Our main bean. Yeah, yeah. So awesome temperature going in uh, today at 65 and 12 hours, something like that. Hoorah. Um, yeah. Beyond that, that's, I sorry I don't have more, but it's like, well, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like orange wart going into, <laughs> going into that last night. And beyond that, it's, there's nothing else I can really, the little numbers I have at yeah. this point that I can check, they were all good. Yeah. But uh, it just felt really good. felt but on, fun. It was on, very fun to have you here, too. I'm glad you stayed. It's fun to see it again, be around it again. It's it's that mis- It's It's kind of like a free sauna, too, to somebody, also. Yeah, it's free sauna. Yeah, free sauna. That's also, I'm getting my toxins no, it's out before the race. Your, it's it's been, part of your regimen. It's part of my routine. I will also say you were in there in... You would come back from part from of your run. routine, so you really had to store after that. Yeah. After you go, you really have to go inward. Yeah. Um, and uh, you were in in your whole running tights and a sweatshirt, hood on. Yeah. You, uh, that's commitment. I mean, that's like Rocky punching the meat. I'm trying to sweat it out, baby. Mm-hmm. If I got to carry less pounds around, I'm going to be able to get it done faster. Mm-hmm. Um, tried and true worked for anybody who's had a friend that was a wrestler in high school. What a masochistic practice to oh. to take part in. But oh. you've seen a friend in a so garbage bag Roman, sweating dude. and just so Roman, dude. But um it was fun to, to see it going again. And on the other side, outside of the brew side, have um just seen movement in terms of starting to put some things, put different barrels together that have come from the spontaneous program, put some stuff in to kegs, kind of get an idea of of where some of that stuff is that is that you feel comfortable kind of talking 
just frankly about where you feel the state of that is? Yeah, I mean, yes and no, and meaning like <laughs> I, to a fault. Like, well, who who am I to say? Um, yeah, but yeah, we we've been tasting like really a lot of the barrels over the last maybe month, mm-hmm. and um, I'd love feedback from anyone out in the ether that potentially also makes spontaneous beer because feedback in terms of what I'm about to say because. I would say the biggest early on for sure the biggest flaw was always acetic yeah. or or um like acetone type like nail polish like two great con- if you want a match made in heaven <laughs> yeah. dude put some vinegar and nail polish and it's dope yeah um but kind of rookie mistake stuff of just not paying attention to I I, th- I think probably warmer the warmer beer probably made uh made the oxygen effect a m- much more stronger yep. and quicker is kind of my wor- my working theory. My working hypothesis. Um, but then like batches from the last couple years the there's not really that those those kind of early bush not bush league but common like the most common flaws in yeah. that t- in spontaneous beer probably. Um the it's hard hard to I think I think my my other my other working theory <laughs> is that I've like kind of been over hopping, really. Because yeah. if you read about, you're always the first instinct is always being surprised by the hopping rates mm-hmm. of spun of like traditional spontaneous beer. Like it's about, it's basically what we would use, maybe even a little more in in some cases that I've seen as like what we use in portland for like substance no in terms shit. of kettle hops yeah, yeah, yeah. the difference though obviously is that p- these are pelletized fresh high alpha hops yeah these hops sit in our storage unit and but it's, that's kind of the the c- confusing part because the whole point of aging them is to d- break down the alpha potential mm-hmm. so the, there's going to be you're going to make the beer more stable in other ways and the fermentation more uh, stable and it, it, that long, long fermentation yeah. with in the presence of hops, but that not out too much alpha will prov- uh, certainly acidity and maybe some other things. But yeah, so it's not it's it's not bitterness, I wouldn't say, but it it is like a leafiness a little bit. Yeah, and I wouldn't call it vegetal either. It's a it's a weird mid palate thing that like all of them have yeah and it's not a game breaker and it might be able to, it might be part of these are about a year that the like the batches from this time last year yeah. are great on the nose like yes fan is i couldn't be happier but it's belied by the fact that then you taste it and then you get this odd, odd un very unsatisfying kind of rough middle mm-hmm. um and there's not a lot of acidic pop and even just, you know, just not titrating acidity, but just using a pH meter. Even the older batches are, are not as uh, acidic as I would think, especially with some of how they taste. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, long. I know this is rambly, but uh, as each season comes, in theory, those ops have less alpha. I haven't been buying more. Yeah, I bought yeah. so fucking many, dude. I, <laughs> I, like, I, I did not do the math properly, clearly. I bought like 
600 pounds, something like that, the first year, just because I was like, well, they need to age. And from a weight standpoint, that's like 600 pounds of that takes up a lot of space. It's it's where how we what do we grain out into yeah. the, a, a bale of hops fills that thing rounded over yeah uh, so anyway uh, real problems there's man. a lot of them yeah <laughs> an awful no, lot but of them. overall less like anxious about it and mm-hmm. more like just life lessons of just like just face the shit because yeah. I had been kind of in an avoidance thing of you know just the anxiety. Yeah, I've, this whole podcast is literally talking about it, so I don't need to. I don't need to go back over it. But I feel good. I feel good to answer your question. I should have just said that, but I don't think you would have been satisfied. The best way, when you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Say anything. <laughs> um, incredible. Excited to. I've, I've certainly noticed that. To be, to be frank, you know what I mean. That the. That's why I ask about it, seeing it kind of, there's being very focused on it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where kind of it's been like. Um, yeah, we have that, but I'm. <laughs> yeah, or even so somebody asked me something about it and I said, well, I got an email. We got an email from Noah talking about bringing Jason Bosch, a, a great video and guy that we have down down south to come up and start. Podcast doc- guest document- idiot. Yeah. Lead with that. Yes. Former guest, yeah. but what it was like, how, like, love that one. Got an email from Noah about bringing Jason Bosch up to document stuff, so that kind of tells me more than than anything. Where before it would have been like, I feel like those things would have just applied pressure, you know, and it, like marketing or advertising the the spontaneous thing would just a- apply pressure. That That's interesting. There needs to be some beer behind that. And yeah, that makes kind sense. Of in terms of where your head was, is at now, the fact that like those types of things are, are being thought about and talked about tell me a lot about the excitement and kind of where where we're at or could be at sort of thing um i'm gonna go back to being quiet and saving my energy again. no no no, no. <laughs> uh, that, excitement isn't a good word for it well you, it's probably focus you use so the focus word focus is a great yeah, word you, you, i think it was your word man <laughs> <laughs> um so i want to i want to change the subject a little bit well yeah. you've it's not really because we've skirted around it I just, we've had some naysaying comments about you not doing this run, dude. Oh, and to be honest, go ahead. I've been surprised by how honestly irritated they've made me. Why is that? As a friend, I, you were fucking doing it, dude. If anyone has any doubts, let's just let those be done well, right yeah. now, real quick. And I just want that to be, it's put to fucking rest. Yeah. This man is running a half marathon in two days. Also, I'll be there. It, whew, I'm excited for that. Not running. No, definitely not running. Passing out fireball shots, <laughs> yes. as they do. Um, it's incredibly fair, especially for people who know me. But I've I've thought about this actually recently that like, because of the way I kind of operate and I'm very excitable and I've got a lot. Warren Zevon S. I've got a lot going on at all times. And I don't mean in terms of performance. I mean in terms of like focus and speech and interest and kind of the way that I just generally operate. Super excitable about a bunch of different things. But when I, I was uh, thinking back about it, I've kind of come back around to following through on these things more, I think, than I give myself credit for. And it's even like, so somebody could joke about like, oh, Matt talking about starting a podcast for like four years, and I did, and it was excitable, and it was unfocused, and it was bullshit. But then four years later, I have a podcast. And it's similar things with like getting into the real estate thing and then doing all this kind of crazy 
living here and blah, blah, blah. But then there's a house on the other side. And I, it's like I take these really long kind of windows to get stuff done. But if I really get to talking an awful lot about a thing, I feel like I do it. If I say something once, I can say a million things once. And my word could mean nothing there. But there's like almost like an excitement threshold. Remember that, everyone. <laughs> yeah, like just nothing there. But And I can be that way. That's ADHD or whatever it is. But if I say something two, three, or four times, it may have a huge window of when. But it's like that's garnered enough to plant enough of a seed that like it'll keep getting watered sporadically over time until it, it does become a thing, if that makes sense. Especially um, when you have me around to try to trample on it. <laughs> and I think it motivates those flowers to grow even stronger. Um, to tie that up with a bow, the thing I've, I've really been figuring out and thinking about is like, I will, left to my own devices, I can be a lot of fuckery. And like, I've been running on and off and wanting to run and wanting to do something like this for like a, a long time. Your brain's been running for a long time. But there's no there's no framework to keep me very honest, right? So I'm up to my same old bullshit and- like, you and everyone else with exercise. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, around January, around January, I run seven times for like a New Year's resolution, and then I'm done for the year. And then it it was really that's a, pretty basic. It was as simple, exactly. But it it's that's how humans are. I yep. am da da da. And then it was it's like the okay, sign up for the marathon. Once I cross that threshold. Because then you're beholden to the responsibility of it? Yeah, I won't. There's something about I'm figuring. Um, that's the thing I'm trying to kind of figure out in real time is is once I set the certain framework, I don't know if it's passing the responsibility to somebody else or like not wanting to let, because that's what I kind of did with this was I send this huge kind of man like email to Kevin and Nico and McGregor and anybody I know that runs down there. I get somebody involved up here and like we're running. Da-da-da. Now that I've gone and kind of put, got other people in the mix you can't bail on your own idea. i can be really good at being beholden to them yeah much more than i'm than yeah. i'm good at living up to my own promise i don't want to let somebody else down way more than i don't want to let myself down um but then i've been when it goes to the house thing that was like okay i want to buy a house i've been talking and blah 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 hey noah can i move into the house at the brewery you know, and it's like a kind of a ridiculous thing. But as soon as that, once you're in here, you're definitely buying a I'm house. I'm buying a house. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's a weird thing, and maybe the, maybe there's much better ways to do it than that. But it seems to be, like I say, just the timelines do correlate. <laughs> but like <laughs> the framework of of putting this big structure in place that almost guarantees the result for me is something that I've been thinking about. This is just a marathon. It's not any big thing. But I did realize, well, like a half, a half marathon. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm but so sorry. It, even, I'm sorry. It's even. Half of the big thing that I just said it was. No, it's a huge thing, man. I mean, no. most people, the vast majority of people will never probably even run a mile. Yeah. Or maybe let's say five miles. Yeah. Um, 13 miles is a long fucking way. Yeah. It just is. And and I I mean, I, I think I told you, like I wrote my college essay just from the same feeling of accomplishment of doing it. Literally, my college essay was about running. Yeah. That a half marathon, um, but um, so I, the, I feel you, man, and you you should you should just be proud. Yeah. Like is all I don't, I feel like you're, it's not proud. It's a it's a good. There's something about the the thing that I said to Corey was true, and like that's where this specific marathon came from was people coming through the tap room. That then like I've had yeah. a, a million people come through that you say these things you exchange some numbers and 
never speak again. But a few of the runners that have come through from the marathon. The guy who wanted to start the, I, the, the Pomeranian talk show. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't call him back. But like we still are in touch to this day and so have, have visited in person. And like those, uh, there just seems to be something about runners and running that is generally good. Other than the need to spread the fact that you're doing it like you're a vegan or a CrossFitter. Other than that, there's something generally good. So that's that's the marathon, the half marathon. So super excited. Bunch of the crews coming from Portland. Um, will be a ton of fun. Happy to be doing it. Awesome. And happy to feel like I'm ready to do it. So yeah, you've. I mean, it, from the looks of your energy, you won't. Your feet won't even be moving. You'll just glide. See, I gotta get it back. Then. I gotta. Yeah. I, gotta I gotta wake that's up. That's energy with that conservation. Gliding. That's how I need to. A lot less friction and and work when you're not carrying the weight. You're just gliding across the ground. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for that. Like a segue, but there's no segue there. Uh -uh. But speaking, but I'll give you a good segue. There are people <laughs> reaching. There have been people reaching out, making you mad, questioning the yeah. If I'm going to finish the half marathon, sorry for loving you, dude. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to apologize yeah. for loving you. But there's also been people reaching out, holding up to the commitment, make making us reach the. Um, the review quota we wanted and asking a bunch of good questions. We have some really good, we've got a good mailbag this week, a good, um, a good Instagram reach out with a bunch of questions. And because everybody did what they were supposed to do, we've got magnums to give away. Talk about following through. There it is. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, this is kind of your realm. I'm the guy that says, let's give away the magnums. Yep. Uh, I've done a tiny bit of work on this. Um, I think we've got some good ones picked out. I th I know the vast majority of who they are that I'm going to be able to just DM and get your address from you. But there is there are a few on this list that you're going to have to reach out to us and let us know that we picked you. Yep. Does that make sense? You let them know that? Even setting up the rule, quote unquote, <laughs> rules of this game. Hard to garner a ton of information from the rating and review section of Apple Podcasts. Not a platform built for it. Exactly. Um, so what do we say? I think we said we were looking for, what, 10 reviews? What we say? We'd give away one if we got 100? <laughs> is, that, is that what it was? <laughs> this is going to be easy. Um, no, I think we said something like three if we got 10. Um, yeah. Grain Gang showed out. We got like 25 reviews. I think... Um, I think reasonable for us to double that and give out six magnums. What do you think? Let's, neither of us are Jewish, but let's do in the spirit of Hanukkah and let's bump that up to eight. Eight? Eight review picks. Well, I have a few easy ones right we out of the gate. We don't even have to, I don't even think the people that did the reviews care about having the reviews read. They if there's good ones, great. They don't need to be read, but I need, if you're going to email us For and the let additional us know, two, I, I, do need to let, I, I do need to let a couple people know. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, ones, yeah, totally. Because we got to let the ones oh, we you're, picked. Oh, you're, this is a calling card right now. This Pretty is much. A, I see, but I do want to give a couple, a little insight please, please. to why we pick what we do and why yeah. we did what we did. Have that. Um, there's a, some of the old faithful, like the true grain gangs that they've they've emailed, they've DM, they've asked questions. The gangites. Kinda, we know who they we know who they are at this oh, point. I thought um, that was right up your alley. A grain had, gangite. <laughs> I like it. We've got a couple of those. Um, Andrew Nato left um, his second review. Literally had the first one said updated second review. Um, so obviously getting points for the multiple and being active. We had to choose that one. Um, Josh Renard. 
shouted out steal this beer and malt couture and his that's a nice little teaser for the episode that we have coming next week so i wanted to include that one um yes we have got justin from steal this beer (laughs) we got a blind kirk Grain Gang with an apostrophe was the title. Blind Kirk is the username and said ISO, hemp bracelet, and a spontaneously fermented ale brewed in Milo, Maine. I thought that was a great review. Nice uh, review. Blind Kirk got that one. Patty Lodge, who has been- um, act- I could really, if he really is blind, I could make him a pre-passable <laughs> hemp bracelet in a hurry. Um, I did have questions about the name. Certainly. I'm just gonna, I'll leave it there. I did have questions about the name. Patty Lodge left a long, thoughtful one with mentions about each of the episodes he liked. Um, also asked questions in the, the grain bag. Patty was an easy pick. Well, like I say, I think ultimately, who who do we need to know? Who are we sending? Who do, whose usernames do we need to, to, to source? I need to know who Spencer T2998 is. Reformed Philip N, and I need to know who Pez Pez is. Pez Ellen. Pez, who listens on his Monday morning runs, and so I had to give mm. it to the runner man. I wonder if he gets a little pep in his step with a little Pez before. Um, <laughs> a, little short, a little easy glucose right at oh, you. Oh, dude, I used to take a little swig of syrup sometimes. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. But those are the winners of the multi-track. Um, like I said, I know who the ones at the beginning are. We need to know who those three are, but it does leave us with- You know everyone else? I know everyone else. Okay. Yeah, I can DM get that. So that's seven of them, but that leaves one more. And what I really need to know is, who is ISO Magnum for 2069? <sighs> and they're going to get more than just a multi-track Magnum. I'm going to need to figure out a- okay. uh, <laughs> They're getting they're getting a, a liter and a half of beer. So they don't need well, too frankly, much more. Everybody need to get might need to get more than the multi track magnum just to make this legal because it'll be like that's a like a back. Stop a, talking a about it. Stop talking I'm about giving it. everybody a bag and like, oh look, there's a magnum in the bag. You oh, know what I mean? That's, well, how, that's how you get it. We're giving these them things. a box. That's fair. Give I'm I'm I incentivize you to get. They're this giving them box the storage container for your review, and then within that box, yeah, we're giving them to be storage containers. Yep. So eight people are getting cardboard storage <laughs> containers, and they may some have point. something in them or not. I don't know. We don't check. <laughs> yeah, that, that should definitely yeah, work. Yeah, let's we're leave covered. now. Let's keep on moving. <laughs> yes, sir. So, but truly, snap my fingers to disappear more, from the precinct. The, yeah, that a baby. The more we get reviews, um, the more we like to give stuff away. It's it's always fun to see that, and frankly. I mean, it's unsustainable, and I, 100%. Thank, I've never been happier. Jared does not listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, but and there is an element to as, as like selfish or whatever that it is. I was reminding me with like the Spotify rap thing coming out yesterday, and seeing people posting that they listen, and it reminds me that you do need some of that like superficial feedback to. You know what I mean? What like, else we got? Yeah, There's to, no paycheck coming to feel, in. To feel good. And it gives you energy and you're like, oh. <laughs> Kenny Gould. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go watch Next Exit. Um, but truly, it, it feels good to see that stuff. And that's that's what the reviews do for us in a more normal sense that doesn't happen w- once in December every year. You know what I mean? Mm. But the more feedback that we do, the better we feel. Yeah, so you had a great, yeah, mailbag, and then you also had, uh, we'll go into later, you had a really good idea that just shows what a Luddite I am, uh, 
I've seen this survey thing on, I've seen other people do it, <laughs> haven't even considered like, oh, we could use that. Neither did I until yesterday. Frankly, well, we had like a few- You we, did, and I definitely wasn't even getting close. So. We had less emails than normal, not enough to kind of put stuff together, but there was like- Which, real quick, reminds me, we were so inconsistent with making calls. More emails. Yeah. More emails. And I think maybe you I need to know say, where that email is. It's graining in at Bristlebrothers.com. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, nice little format to put up in the uh, the Instagram story. Yeah. Hey, ask a question. Apparently and people like shorter things. <laughs> guess what? There's 50 of them. So <laughs> yes. now, we've got a grain bag today, baby. Um but let's start with a couple came through the email. They're long ones. They're thoughtful ones. We got um, more like a text bag. That's yeah. more like a, um, or like a tweet bag. Tweet 140 bag. characters yeah, yeah, or less. That's bag a tweet bag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A tweet bag question. So we got a question from J Dub. So um, you starting with the big boys? Or I'm the, starting with the bigs, and, and then, then we'll, we'll rifle through, almost cool. like a lightning round cool. with the Instagram. We'll do some lightning rounds, see yeah, where that yeah. takes us. Uh, J Dub, careful uh, with lightning though. You got to stay so calm. The cracking, I'm already the booming, doing a bad job of it. I can feel I it in know, the last dude, ten minutes. Being I'm around me, again. dude, bad influence. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask questions and be quiet yeah. here now. Check it out. Um, <laughs> J Dub, longtime listener of the pod, um, comes to Milo all the time. Uh, dope to see a question from him. While I'm a fan of Precious Fragments, I'm enjoying one right this moment. I find myself reminiscing of the days of the OG Bucolia. I'm not talking about the less Simcoe revised recipe. I'm going way back to the white can early days at One Industrial. Although I've always thought it was at least a fairly balanced beer because of the focus on the malts, I'm remembering early cans as being a bit hoppier and maybe even a bit... Um, Maybe even a bit dank. Can Noah reflect on the original recipe? Maybe hit on the key differences from then until now. And would you guys ever consider a one-off release of OG Bucolia? I'm going to start with the last question. <laughs> that tells me the <laughs> answer to it. Absolutely not. And I loved, I really loved that beer in both of the, I've always loved it in all of its forms. And it's changed a lot in part because of trying to chase a way to like make people interested mm -hmm. in hoppy amber yeah, <laughs> or amber, just yeah. a regular amber. Um, Cause I, I think it fills a cool thing that nobody does anymore of making a little, a, yeah, a, a hybrid kind of style like that mm -hmm. uh, with, with the, you used to like when I was getting into beer, you'd see hoppy red ale all the time. Like we talked huh. about a little bit with, Kleban, yeah, yeah, Zoe, yeah. same kind of timeline, and yeah, it's just more common. Um, and I still like those beers when they're good. They are hard to make good, yeah, um, because of that balance thing is, is a tough one to to strike. So, we, yeah, no, we've it's yeah. always been an uphill battle to to move it. We we make the beer like once a year now. It's yeah. got to that of, and I fought every tooth and nail every step of the way. That, but even I've like you can't. You can't force something at the yeah. end of the day, and I and for the original, the recipes shifted. Uh, basically, like when when we when we renamed it, because um, Bucoli, I I so I I thought that name was so good. I I was like I had you know okay it's like because the whole kind of concept in my head of like. I just picture drinking this in like one of those like brilliant October. Yeah. Sundays, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I know you do have like a huge nostalgic streak and then music is so seasonal a lot of the yep. times. Huge. Um, so 
you bucolic is not a beer name that works so i was kind of floating around words in that way so it was like trying you know sort of making a word but not like you know yeah i didn't i didn't copyright it okay yeah <laughs> but, but, um the i thought it was cool but then instantly realized like oh that sounds a lot like puke doesn't it that was the first it just everyone it, else being like oh it looks re- reminiscent of a disease. Like you could catch yeah, mucolia. Yes, disease just, is a just, better one. But yeah, just yeah, even yeah. all, it just is a word that kind of carries not good phonetically. Stuff. Yes, be- yeah, you know what right. I mean. Because it's diarrhea, even Jason. Buc- it's, and it's bucolic just does also too. It sounds like a virus still. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> he has the bucolic, <laughs> um, but. The word is means what it means, yep. but uh, precious fragments is better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, once we changed yeast, the, it, that was another battle to like make a beer that didn't look like poop. Yeah, it's just facts. It's I'm facts. not going to beat around the bush. Nope. Um, so we've had to dial back the the color even. Yeah. Because uh, we for this beer that already is an uphill battle to specifically buy pitches of Chico to just make this and not yeah. even have anything to repitch it in, it, that doesn't that a hundred percent. So yeah, I could say the same with a lot of beers. Um, none to that like long of a tail, but yeah. like Umbra, same way. Like I fucking love that beer, but at the we're not gonna be an Umbra house ever. We're barely gonna be have it in our shit unfortunately um but we will have a number of week next week exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so so yeah anyway, and every november question. every november you can look forward to precious fragments yes and probably only then yep and it will become a precious fragment in your memory there it is <laughs> because that's what memories are baby um but great question i'd love to see that so tied into like a specific thing yeah you know what i mean through the uh kind of going yeah through the- for sure and yeah staunch supporter of the mm. brewery which brings us to next. We got John Fitzpatrick with a two-parter. My last e- email was about music and helped inspire a Ford Bay. Why not ask another music question? What's playing on brew days? Does it get changed up when a brewing a certain style? Studies show plants love music, so why shouldn't beer? And then the second part. It's not cited, so I don't. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. There's no footnotes about where I could look at that that scientific article that says that. So I'm not sure how much I trust you it. You believe that. I yeah. got it. I got it. I actually dropped that on somebody the other day. Um, is there a beer you'd like to have or make again that seems like it won't happen? Not to be a suck up, but one of mine, Bissell Brothers Evermore, was very good. Other than that, Treehouse, good morning. Um, let's start with the first one because I certainly know from your your standpoint the answer to that one, but let's go. So, like, Evermore was the beer I made for uh, Hester and I's wedding. Mm-hmm. Pale ale with raspberries. Not a sour beer by any stretch. It was pre-Milo. Yep. So, we didn't... Whenever we... fruit Using fruit, it was opportunities to even do it. You kind of had to do it in something like that. Because unless you were making a kettle set, which we never did a lot of. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like that beer. I think so, at some point we will rebrew that. So yeah, actually, probably surprised yeah. answer. I mean, but let me tell you something. This is my commitment to the brewery, man. My wife has been asking about subtly. She hasn't been, yeah. but like, has Evermore ever come back? Shut up. Well, why wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah of course. For fucking. And I, I've just been like, no, <laughs> no, 
no, the brewery must go on. And then this question, now I can't, don't have a choice, I yeah. guess, even if there's one inkling of being like, I don't know. I like <laughs> okay, it. All right. I um, like it. So yeah, I don't know when or how or, you know, but yeah. At Evan some Moore point, will be back. You heard it here I think first. it'll probably be, su- it'll have to be sometime in, a, in October. It'll have to line up, I think. With Harvest? What do you mean? Or doing the anniversary obviously. of some yeah. sort, I think that came to me in a, a split second. You weren't too at slowly. you weren't at the wedding. Yeah. That's okay. I didn't know you existed then. <laughs> um, but the first question. Oh yeah, what what else was there? The first. Uh, what's playing on brew days? Oh yeah. Does yeah, it yeah, get yeah. changed up when brewing a certain style? No. Um. Honestly, like I I talk about this with friends sometimes. I've definitely become less. Uh, I explore music less mm-hmm. in the setting because it's very rare. I'm just listening to it myself. You know, I'm not as apt to like throw on weirder stuff or like try to just explore. Like I used to do all the time. If like someone else is also going to be subjected to what might be a big swing and a mess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, honestly, it's also because of up here, like for service reasons, I have a few playlists that are downloaded and that you, and they're just kind of big ass playlists that they touch a lot of things, but they eventually get a little stale. But since there's a 200 songs on it, they never get so stale that day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what, you know, and I that's just, what I was going to joke up yeah. about. We have what's called like, there's a bottling playlist that for four years, pretty much, with a little bit of variation, but this one playlist has run the bottling line whenever we do it, and it's all a- It's pretty it's, short playlist. It's a running <laughs> joke. With, it's two songs. Uh, it takes about six hours. No. Um, but like you said, they're huge, long playlists, big spread of music, but uh, we do joke about having that like that same thing over and over and over again. Um, but uh, the, in terms of what is playing, let me I'll queue up this playlist yeah. and just read a few r- bands from it. Curious. What do we got on here? Katy Perry, Rage, um, Twin Peaks, Little Ginger, Three, Mark Morrison, Return of the Max, <laughs> The Weeknd, Lot of Prince, um, Cotton Jones, Tokyo Police Club, Santa Gold, um, uh, uh, usually a lot of one-hit stuff from the 80s. Baker Street type stuff. Yeah, Baker yeah. Street type stuff. Yeah, whatever. You get the idea. Yeah. There's a lot of Huge different- Huge breadth. Yeah, it's, but I guess I won't find easy. any new music today. And that's the bottling playlist. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, Moving on. One more on this side, then we'll hit the, the kind of the lightning to round. To give him a better answer, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, Tycho Jones. Speaking of Pitchfork, I do have a friend who does, he has more- he does look for music a lot, Benny. and uh, I'll kind of take his passes to Benny. me when he gives it to me. His Shout dimes, out to Benny. if you will. Just uh, yeah, good dimes. Speaking of dimes, he just created, I don't know if that works, but he just created a human being named Elizabeth. Single-handedly, Congratulations right? Congratulations to Benny. No dimes. Did it all on his own. Wow. wow. <laughs> no. Um uh, shout out to Benny. Shout out to Abby. Um, but yeah, shout out Benny. He put me on the Tycho Jones. I've been listening to a lot of that. Um, that's primarily where I've been living. Must be pretty fucking mellow music. It's mellow. I can keep <laughs> that energy down. Um, last question. This is a touch. It's a two-parter. This one was 
in a supportive way about Maddie's half marathon and then had questions Rarity. from the homebrew side about brewing a hoppy Brett beer, which I thought was um, certainly timely where we just did. Obviously touched on the marathon already. Um, excited to run it and I will certainly follow back up with, with how it went in a serious sense in terms of yeah, I'll, I'll ready. make sure of it. Well, in terms of am ready, how ready? I've run, um, I put down ten, two 10 mile runs in the last three weeks or so, and they were both right around two hours. Um, certainly not fast, but certainly not like super atrocious. Kind of tells you where I'm at. And there's been a bunch of, I'm running. You said uh, two hours for 10? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then I've been banging quite a numerous amount of fours, fives, sixes has been usually don't go more than a, a couple of days without getting. Do you find yourself um, going at a like any type of significantly faster speed on the shorter ones? I think I'm incredibly slow, all things considered. I was surprised. I don't say just that because it's to, slow. No, I'm I'm just even because I thought from when I started, I haven't seen a ton of speed. Again, up the other day, I like sprinted too. It was like, I'm just going to go rip two miles and kind of sprint it. And great that it's winter now. I'm headed to the combine. It's a little icy. It's I'm not like on a trip. I'm running around neighborhoods and da-da-da. Um, but all I, black also. I, I want to say don't do that. You had that sweatshirt on and the literally new hat we have that's all black. black hat. Um, the lightest thing on you was your maroon-ass pants. I was born. You even were wearing dark camo. You were I was, wearing they, black they were maroon. camo, I was, I was shorts. I had some... some to blend kind. in with the night <laughs> even better. <laughs> um, so good stuff. The two miles sprint thing was like eight minutes and 26 seconds. Oh. Um, that's, Jesus. That's so fast. See, I didn't think that was fast. Because I've, I've seen... You ran... You ran like a four minute mile. No, that's what the splits were. That was each oh, mile. I was, I was like, like what? I'm cruising. <laughs> what are you talking I got done. about? It's like eight minutes, 26 seconds. I thought I was cruising. Um, so, well, dude, you incredibly not haven't very fast. run like forever. Yeah. Like, since you've never been like a distance runner. No. Right? I mean, worrying about the thing that's supposed to give you enjoyment, brewing a hoppy Brett beer. I mean, I've done you know, it. What do you mean? I mean, I, what do you mean? What, oh, I'll is look, there a full question? I like the idea of brewing a hoppy Brett beer, but I don't know where to start. What's a good way to get started? Drink some. I'll say that. Yeah. Drink uh, maybe a Montreal. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, and, and for me, I, I think the best results usually come from trying to pair hop fruitiness with Brett fruitiness. Mm -hmm. That's what I've always been after. And certainly like in Little Brett, I talked about with Jason Perkins, like I've love that beer and mm -hmm. i that's exactly what that does and that's kind of been the model i've followed as developing waveform stuff so we use a blend of uh probably a two two to one blend of uh brett dree and brett c mm -hmm. so it's like brett brooks variant it's a brett brooks variant is the the dree and it's like um and then yeah, I would really just like hop it like an IPA. Hop it higher than you think you should because the bitterness is not going to be it it doesn't present itself in the same way it does with a normal ale strain. Yeah. So like if you are on the fence about a rate up it. Not uh. it's not as important in the dry hop but in the kettle like 
you it's you're not going to overdo it and you do want if you really do want it to be a hoppy brett beer you'll since like that that brett character's mouthfeel driven a lot of of that and it, you're going to want a really like firm uh backbone if you if you want to use a early aughts to the uh, home brewing term uh of hop character to like make sure that it doesn't just become a brett beer with hops in it yeah um and then if you use those newer school like citra galaxy you know whatever you like of that from the favorites from the newer school uh ilk they're just so powerful you'll have a really good beer i think you also don't need to use that like at all that br- that brett mix um also we have it patented so like you can't <laughs> but, but, uh, um but something that would be my that's what i do <laughs> i i won't even say that's advice that is what i do uh, but there's a million ways to skin and get if you're looking for that more like or volley but like more intense like maybe centennial or like i don't think you'd want to like hop the fuck out of a beer with like saws and then I I yeah. don't think that would be good, um, but I, you could probably do something cool with like Centennial or Simcoe and kind of make it more. You could probably like let the Brett character express itself maybe a little bit more because you're gonna have more of that floral mm-hmm. driven thing from the hops rather than. So yeah, a lot of I'm sure there's infinite ways to skin that cat, but that's that's the way we choose. Hell yeah. And so now I have some Instagram questions um, for us. We'll go right through rapid, uh, rapid fire. I'll I'll point rapid some to you, and I'll take some for me, depending on where they land. And let's go through some of these Instagram questions. What styles or ingredients haven't you used at Three Rivers that you are that you're actively considering? Um, honestly, I'll be honest nothing that at the moment i'm been so focused on getting kind of we're in a place right now with the we have a lot of fooders full but we have so much fruit yeah honestly it's really just using beer we have to yeah. use some of this fruit to make it manageable space wise and then i'm just there's a lot of focus on the spontaneous beer which we might not be in a place to do anything with it but mid spontaneous seasons only got one thing on my mind awesome Good question, mm-hmm. but it's that's the honest good answer. Good question and good yeah. answer. Um, are you a glassware snob at home? Bar pint glass versus stemware? I thought that was a great question. Yeah. Um, You're not doing great with the rapid fire. It, I weirdly enough am. I I don't know that I make a You're huge a snob of the point people, to though. Or I You're don't a snob know of the people. That I would care very much otherwise. But because I work in beer, I have all this different type of glassware, and I, I'm- always pouring it in the correct glassware when I'm at home and I've never really been forced to think about that. And the thought of like, I don't think I'd be the type of person that like I could drink a something out of a solo cup and be fine. But then when you get accustomed to doing it a certain way, I think I'd probably bother me a little more than I, than I'm saying now, you know if what I mean? Like someone Especially, popped a nice beer and then poured it into a solo. Yeah. Just if like, if, there's not many instances where I don't have the option for at least some of the the glassware now that I'd be curious to kind of go back and see. I'll it just the leave. Other way I'll go to the store. <laughs> I'll be like, "Where's the nearest nice wine and cheese shop?" <laughs> um, but yeah, so my my gut instinct was no, and then my real answer I think was yes. Um, and if it's uh, bar pint glass for stemware, it's stemware for me. 
Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same boat. I'm, I'm, I would say that more than anything, though, I'm a clean glass snob mm. because I'll take a beer in any glass and I won't really care that much. Um, yeah, really at all. But I need that. I need that thing clean. If you get like if, if you're giving that dirty shaker. Yeah. Then you are a dirty shaker. <laughs> um, fair is fair. I got another one. Have you ever changed your IG handle and why? Um, I have not, no. Have you ever changed anything else? Oh, you're trying to talk about <laughs> fantasy football. To do the fantasy football thing, baby. Yes. Um Yeah, uh so yeah, I was I've been Flint Juggalos for a long time in our fantasy football league. I mm-hmm. think more people should actually take the time <laughs> to pick a city or town and make a mascot for it. And I don't know why more people don't do that. Maybe make a meme to use as your logo. I don't know. <sighs> So, I've perpetually suck at fantasy, even though I try probably harder than anyone to not suck. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I know Them's sports. The breaks. That's, I get Them's a lot of breaks, breaks, and it's fine. I still have a lot of fun in it. But every year this happens. I'm like around the mid, the middle of the season. I've sucked, and then things like there's a few guys coming back from injury, and it just the line that my matchups look good coming up. It looks like ah. I could have a real chance to turn this shit fully this around. around. So I was one and six. Um, then I got up to four and six, I think, and I changed my name to uh, the Milo Dark Horses. Hoorah. Then I won another game. And then the game that I should have been the easiest, it was the best team. That uh, would have helped me. But he was his. He was, it was like the worst week he could have. Like everyone was on by type of thing. Yeah. And just like it goes, just a, a dollar the, late and short. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. So after that, I yeah. does not change his uh, Instagram handle, but does change his fantasy name often. I mean, my Instagram handle is my name. Yeah. And you're not like, my name. You're not a very active Instagram yeah. man, so I thought it was funny that have you, I thought the have question you was funny. I, um, I mean, you must have at one point not poured beer. Yeah, I changed it the day I got hired here, I think. <laughs> and um, oh yeah, my uh, yeah, I don't even. Want to, yeah, it's okay. I get, it, I get, I get. What's and, your what's the worst it's ever well, been? The one it was before that was customary Gatsby, which I thought was so good and it was disgusting. That's disgusting, but. Uh, but Come on. Hoop Guy 1892 was my like AIM screen name when I was in. Oh, AIM so doesn't count. That's dude. Hoop Guy. And then that's the year that Abercrombie and Fitch was founded. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty good. <laughs> um, so this this got to me. We have two mentions of Rob Todd in the questions. Yep. That not surprising. Both of those mentions incorporating fighting was more surprising by two different people. So um, shout out Navare. Navare asked who would win in a fight, God or Rob AKA Todd? Shaheen, oh, yeah, I yeah, think, Shaheen. is definitely behind. Of course. God or Rob Todd? Who would win in a fight? I mean, how can the same person fight <laughs> fight itself? <laughs> if you can explain that's, that, then I'll talk about it. Question. But until yeah. that, I can't. So your answer is essentially that that's God on God violence. Yes, there it is. The next—it's it's like self-God, self. Yeah. Uh, even in a it's, multi-theistic type of you know philosophy, it is one of these gods. It is self-harm. You can't, you can't self-harm. Um. Then on the other side, I'll take this one because I appreciated the creativity. Who would you rather fight? Twenty duck-sized Rob Todds <laughs> or one horse-sized Rob Todd? Would you rather fight? Would you rather fight? 
20? Oh, when I read that, I thought it just said, would you rather have? No, would you like, rather... It, like as pets. <laughs> would you rather fight 20 duck-sized Rob Dodds or one horse-sized Rob Todd? I'm gonna You're keep, going down either way. I'm going to keep this really short, but I'd, I want to say a couple things. Sure. One, this is a nice framework. Amazing. For it's like fantastic. A, for like a would you rather. Keep... Yep, fantastic. We could keep, keep this, this type coming. of thing coming. Yes. Um, Maybe number expand two. beyond Rob Todd, because the answer will yeah. always come back to godliness yeah. in some way. So expand beyond Rob Todd, but that format, I love it. And the, the, when doing this, if people send us these, really try to make it like a would you rather, like as dead down the middle as you could and really thought provoking, because I would love to we got two rambling waste man. time thinking about these types yeah. of things. When it comes to this one, one grave mistake. Yeah, give, give it to me. I think 20, it's just 20 duck-sized Rob Todds are too small. That that becomes a very easy answer. Twenty. I would yeah. rather fight the twenty duck size Rob Todd. Can I rephrase the it then? If it was like you go like, to geese or you go to like dog swans, size, swans. And now that becomes something twenty swan Todds, and they have the demeanor of a. That's the thing, like because Rob Todd's not gonna. What are you doing? I'm to having piss trouble in my head so much figuring to fight out you. if I'm picturing. I'm having trouble in my head if they're like the if I'm picturing like Rob's face on a on swan on a or duck something. or on a horse, <laughs> or if I'm picturing like Rob Todd shrunken to the size in his humanly form of said animal. Um, but as far as the ducks go, that one's easy. I'm taking the ducks on, yeah, and I'm just kicking all of them. Not Rob. In this Sorry, hypothetical Rob, situation. But you decided to become yeah. 20 ducks and, and fight me. I want nothing. So, yeah, to, I'm kicking you. I want nothing to do with the one horse. Um, <laughs> no. Interesting question. Happily question because with the Mr. Hands thing. But. Uh, another one for you. Timeline on more employees on the pod from Portland to Milo. Well, you're the first person to ever indicate that you want that. <laughs> we'll <start laughs> to be there. frank, I mean, <laughs> those usually perform like okay, but not as good as, which I get, like, yeah. uh, which I understand. I, I always think they're interesting, but we try to space them out to not, because it's obviously the easiest thing we can do to have a guest, like, there's not a lo lot of logistics yeah. to be like, hey, after work, do you want to go next door and talk for an hour over beers? Like, there's not a lot of planning that yeah. needs to go and do it. And you can usually, I think all of the ones we've done are great. Um, so soon, soon. It'll probably be um, Chef it. Benjamin Markovic. Mm. Very excited for that one. He's got to get the beard in it done. We'll deal. We'll deal more with that when we cross it. All right, wind down the last couple. We'll get back to our work here. But I wanted to take this one. This was great. I found it really interesting because I was in the kind of not in the throes of it, but it was just very timely. Um, fellas, with the presu presumable slow season impending, January to April in this part of the world, how do you navigate running a tap room without overexhausting trivia nights, et cetera, et cetera, especially in a small seasonal town like Milo? Well, Ian, for starters, this is such a good question. And um, the easy starting point is that you do the reason those things the reason you say like without over exhausting trivia nights and stuff like that is because those things are work. there and work like right? and and we are literally doing our first trivia tonight as we say this something we haven't done in the years past i've done it at a former restaurant was in a college town that very much worked and to speak exactly to what you're saying to we just had a our best summer that we've had feel the the impending doom of winter and it's like well i need to be trying harder to do something and the first thing that comes to mind is a trivia night 
um, would argue in a community like this, you start to think about in a small, like how good of a thing that could be if you really commit to it and, and give it the, the time and attention to kind of build that into a really fun, a fun thing that's based around a wholesome feeling that, that the town can have to come out. If you and say do. the word wholesome, Matt Robinson is going to be <laughs> close behind. Um, but it's funny you say I have been kind of racking my brain for other things that could check that type of box. And I do the draining in at Bisselbrothers.com. The number of we're open to any the the I have been thinking a lot about the the idea of like you could get really creative or ambitious in a more urban setting and in a more metropolistic setting where you have a lot of people and you could kind of try a lot of things without hindering too much and you have a decent degree of volume. I've really been thinking hard about how to do something out of the box and trailblazing and and like what we're going to what we're going to do to cement our winter in this town and I I've really I'm throwing up duds in terms of ideas. Well, so, prop, can I give you a tiny yeah. bit probably cuz you're looking at it like what can I do to innovate it all? Yeah. Like see how fucking trivia goes. Yeah. That's why you should be looking at it. It might it might be nothing. It might be promising, and yep. build from there. Use that data and build from there. Totally, but don't start shooting for the that stars and the moon shooting. hundred percent doesn't apply. And there's part of that. And I will. It's just, um, that's it's easier in the summer here. Certainly, there are some like things we're really excited about as the food comes in house of like being a crop, uh, a CSA pickup spot for farms that we work with that then ends up in the food. There's like, there's these creative ideas, but during the winter when it's, it's really slow and it's darker and all that, it's, it's, uh, it's so interesting. You asked this question right now, well, this has been, what's kind of been plaguing my mind. And hopefully I have more, um, more to, to elaborate on that over the next few few months this winter as we continue to try to find what some of those cool things could like in the phrasing of the question of like without exhausting things it was that there was less it was like trying to think of like what haven't i seen or what 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 could work that that you don't see everywhere and well i'd also say though we're in with that. milo mm-hmm. like any and i'm this isn't a knock here but it's like there's no brewery yeah there's no there's barely restaurants like Virtually anything is novel mm-hmm. here in this in this context yeah. of like, I think that's it's a huge advantage, not not a cop out. Totally, it's it's interesting. Lot to think. Yeah. COVID does handicap it a little, even at this stage in it, because like in years past, COVID trivia. And to to give you a more tangible answer, I know I've been dragging on this answer, but like to me, um, it's been really easy to lean into holiday. In a town like the, in a smaller town, you kind of lean into holiday and community and we'd kind of build out around Christmas. We'd do like a holiday shopping bazaar where we'd bring in like local merchants to sell stuff. How bazaar. And just kind of really kind of wholesome, leaning into the wholesomeness of the holidays. And that had made December, you've got your increase in Christmas shopping, people buying gift cards, all that. But December's always been a pretty good month for us. And everything that comes to your mind first um, about bolstering the the winter also comes with, it's like an event-based crowd thing. You know, like a trivia night doesn't carry the same ooh about it as like, 
let's do the ice sculptures outside and the da da da. There, there just seems to be more like when you're thinking event crammed people. Um, that puts a little bit of a damper on on thinking about it. To be fair, we're not doing. We're gonna do one holiday after Christmas, like winter carnival type thing, instead of the few ideas of that nature that we would have done in years past. So that mm-hmm. that hampers it a little bit. But that was a long answer. I appreciate the question. I really. Really I can tell it. you're thinking about it. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Updates for sure. Absolutely. It'll be, you. You will. You will figure. You will. You will find what you need to find. I have zero doubt about that. You and you know the the you Brad and Justin and and Dust. I don't like the Ustins thing. So, <laughs> and the Justin Ustins. and Dustin. Um, yeah. It'll. It'll. It'll be okay with the energy that is just going on. It'll, yeah. it'll be just fine. Um, two last quick questions from High Roller. Why is the R backwards? <laughs> um, I just shook my head. <laughs> and as we as we as we transition into the holidays and what we just talked out talked and, about. Hey, hey, I got a good three bay for you. Perfect. Um, it's your turn to ask me, so that's perfect. And to close it out with the Instagram questions, we appreciate all the responses. Our own young Stephen 15, Steve Smith. Best Christmas present you ever got or the best childhood memory of the holidays? I thought that was great. And that'll segue into next time we do this. Um, certainly will be probably like the Christmas New Year's episode. Um, certainly feel free to make your questions based around that. Holidays, New Year's resolutions, those types of things that come every year. Um, Man, put me on this... I'm going to punt it till the next one. Sorry, Steve. I love you, but I value the Christmas nostalgia, so I can't just be farting out an answer. I'll I'll give you one. I've got one thing that ties into that to give Steve an answer that's pretty good, and I can keep it wicked fast. I- You'll need to. I'll go fast. I I had a brother growing up. It was me and my brother, mom, dad, early Christmas. I might have been maybe 11, somewhere in the 10 to 12 in that range, what the way we would do it is everybody would, we'd draw some stuff as a family. We'd go pick out a big present. There'd be a big present waiting. When we came down, that would be from Santa for us. That and you then, picked out? Then there'd be four big presents to one from each of us that would be from the family. And then there'd be little presents and stuff like that. So you had your Santa presents for the kids, one big present for each of the family, and then kind of your little stuff. Anyways, me and my dad, we went out. We went to Sears. We got my brother a telescope, yada, yada, yada. And then me and my brother come down Christmas morning, and there's a telescope sitting there unwrapped, and there's a little snowboard for me. Those are the Santa presents, the unwrapped ones when you come down. Santa don't wrap. My dad's, yeah. And then all the other bit, all the other stuff was stuff that we all picked out for each other. And I'm, I see the snowboard first. I'm excited. Then I look over and see the telescope and I see my dad telling my brother, look, Zach, look, look what Santa got you. I was like, dad, Santa didn't get that. We got that. And dad's like, no, Santa got that. Real, like realizing what he had done in the moment and fucked up or realizing like maybe you're, you should know this at this point, but that's how it was broken to me that Santa doesn't exist. And I remember being truly devastated. That's pretty old. You think so? I could I could have nah, my times I guess it's wrong, about I feel like I thought, at fifth I would remember specifically in fifth grade I was one of the stragglers yeah. holding on. Maybe I was younger. But yeah. 
whatever it was, I was I was dead set would try to stay up every for yeah. him to come. I was a Santa believer. Oh yeah. And yeah. then the unwrapped present broke the uh broke it all for me. So that's my most memorable Christmas memory. That's a good one. Yeah. Being the Grinch. Being the Grinch. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll we're bastardizing Steve's question <laughs> and making it when did you realize Santa wasn't real? <laughs> but 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 I'll tell you when I realized it. This was in in uh so this was actually I think in fourth grade and I even held on a year kind of justifying it somehow after, but I in my heart I kinda knew. Yeah. I was, you know, I was looking around for presents, I'll be honest. I did it. And shit. I found I was the classic thing. I found the thing that's I found a uh an RC truck, like a remote control yeah. uh car. A month goes by or whatever. The RC cars from Santa. Oh, Santa. So I think probably what I told myself is like, oh, Santa probably does like drop-offs. <laughs> so just make it easier for everyone. I don't know why it was in the Toys R Us bag. I'll say yeah. that. Because I, I thought he had elves that, sh- that made the stuff yeah. for him. But, I uh, knew we couldn't get to every house in one night. So we dropped him off early. It's like UPS. Like yeah. You can't do all the deliveries can't at Christmas Eve. Um, so yeah, I held on for another year with that knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, the joys, the simpler times. Yeah, simpler times. Um, let's get back to not simpler times. Three bay, three bay, and then the hard stuff, the work that you guys don't need to hear. <laughs> so, in the spirit of your upcoming um, race, I'm going to give you. I want you to pick, uh, but if there's going to be three running shoe brands. And a lot of people make a running shoe, but so I don't, it, that's a pretty wide amount. Mm-hmm. We're going to col- make a collab, either shoe or beer okay. with a, any three breweries. Yeah. Um. All right. So I will, ooh, I'm get in trouble with it. Do you I, want me to pick any of them? No, no, no I can do that. Um. Let's go. For me, I'd go Trillium. Nike, and I know I'll get more. They're in the old Reebok building, dude. I'll get, I'll get, into, <laughs> I'll get into more um, like truly segmented running than, but the ones I'm going to be running in are Nike. Nike, as big of a company they are, they make a running shoe. And um, frankly, look when I when I look at Trillium, I said when I kind of look at beer peers and stuff like that, and I have a ton of respect for Nike as a company. Something that big has. There's always things you can point at and, and negative things that are there. But in the overarching um, idea of Nike and the way that they've executed, I think is phenomenal. Um, when I look at Trillium and I look at execution, I look at the the people, the ideas. Frankly, when it comes to stuff like that, Ian Covey question, maybe not related to events specifically, but when I'm looking for that type of thing um, – I look at Trillium for yeah. that stuff. Uh, res- I feel that for sure. I can also can see like a, a lot of the Nike, uh, it's the gamut, but like I think of Nike not being minimalist, but not being like ridiculously loud a lot of the times. Yeah. And, and that's very much Trillium's aesthetic. The 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 one word answer is execution. Yep. To me, like operational yep. execution um, absolutely top Just notch. Trill it. That's what Nike does. And that would be the name of the beer. And that's why they have. That's why they have. Would it be? That's why they're doing NFTs already, and they're buying land in the metaverse already. Nike's gonna be ahead of it and be there. JC um, Tetrio might be one of the first residents. <laughs> um, Just two trill other it. Just trill it, breweries yeah. that we collab with and relate them to running shoes. Um, 
Let's give some local uh, love for New Balance, huh? We should too. I like. I very much like New Balance. Um, Apparently, I've been wearing the Steve Jobs shoes and not so even. So let's knowing. do that easy. I, and keep it local. Keep it tight. Um, good fire. Good fire. New Balance. Truly in the. I'll, I'll tell you why. In the um, in my sitting in this chair, having the conversation for as many weeks of we as we've done it. In the top five of the enjoyment and the fun that I had in that moment, just having the conversation, um, Dr. Dave is is absolutely at the top of that list. As I have kind of gotten more aware of where I buy things from, why I buy them, stuff like that, I was kind of, I didn't know, I didn't come from Maine, I didn't know much about the the main history history of New Balance until I got here, but I'd always kind of been a New Balance fan, and then I felt really good about buying New Balance once I got here. It's the tight, it's the local, and when I saw it for what it is, I absolutely loved it. Mm. Um, bit of a stretch, but that's that's easy and that's local and that's New Balance. Would have been fine if you said we could have collabed with New Balance, but whatever, dude. <laughs> um, I bought the Steve Jobs shoes without realizing. <laughs> Oh, but you did too. You really did. The last one, I have the shoe easily. Hoku. That's a kind of newer one. Fat, fat bottoms. Wicked, incredibly light. Um, I see a ton of people Does wearing Weinstein them. Does Weinstein have them? May, I, may, I think so. Yeah, I think Justin I know what you mean. Justin wears them quite often. Um, look one up. They're, they're Hoku. For, I, for whatever reason, I haven't been able to touch them. I know that I'm... I'm not a poor person. I could probably go out and get them, but I don't, I'm not good enough at running and don't take it seriously enough yet to this point that I couldn't really, I wasn't going to warrant going out and getting this crazy looking shoe at an, at a very expensive price. And, and they're pretty, they're pretty reasonably. How much are they? I think like, I've, they're I like 120 bucks. Hundred and, yeah. I'm, but like hey, two twenties or something like that. Yeah. They, those ones are all weird looking like trail shit though, like with high high top running shoes. Really sad. I just I probably popped on one, saw a high price and crazy colors and was like, Yeah, they, they ain't they're they're not cheap, but I I um That's at least as that's how it's low been. hundreds I think is like a solid price yeah. to pay for like yeah. a reliable shoe that won't make, give you blisters and stuff. I went and got me some uh <laughs> Yeah, what what do you have? Uh, I got some Nikes. They're like six. I got a a deep that di- trail collab. discount, sixty nine ninety nine, and they're all made out of the recycled plastic. And the they're look like, at you. They're the re somethings. Cool. Um. So who Hoku? Who is it? Um. Fat bottom shoes with fat bottom brews. It'd be like it'd be a famed lambic producer. producer. <laughs> Hoku would be um, why why like Drea just because what. I haven't, if I keep Hoka, running. Hoka, by the way. It is. We keep saying Hoku. Hoku. Yeah. It's like, turn it on and watch TV. You got poetry on the brain. <laughs> I get it. No, but um, Hoka, I would say that it is it is a Cantillon or a Dree or, or, or some of those because if I keep sticking with the running, and I do the running, I certainly There's got a Lambic it. at the end. I certainly can do it, and I'll certainly <laughs> ah, probably have a pair ah, of Hokas here over the uh-huh. next year or two. And um, it's not, I don't know that it would make sense for us to collab with one of them right now, but if you keep turbid and you keep spontaneous and you keep knocking, I think we, a world that we live in where, where we've collabed with some of 
some of the best lambic producers in the mm -hmm. world. It's not a world that is impossible to live in. Well, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, man. I love you, but that was probably my least satisfying three bay. For <laughs> I didn't get any of those answers, connections. <laughs> I liked you hearing you talk about it. I, I didn't really quite <laughs> Nike. I Nike. I bought like the other the, two. I was like, okay. I think the lambic worked. The Hoka lambic worked. Um, it's a. Hey, it's it's I interpretive. Just, I just That's wanted to give. I. New Balance, Good Fire, Locality. Yeah, I took personal slight to it, and that's all that was. I wanted to give Dave fine. Redding some uh, some love. I yeah. miss the man. Love you, Dave Redding. <laughs> love you, Dave. And we're out. Goodbye. I'm in the mood to be slow and careful. My body's ready for a mountain climb. All of a sudden, it will all become lovely. The flower that opens.